Hey, what's going on, my man? This is Kevin Nelson, and you are listening to the MLM Force Radio Show. Now, bum bum bum, is MLM broken? How can regular MLMers like us, who have nothing but a dream, who hate pitching to our friends and family, who want to grow a profitable organization, how are we going to recruit our ideal business partners and create true residual income, yet still have plenty of time for our families, who, by the way, still like us? (laughs) That's the question that has stumped an industry for 30 years, and this podcast will give you the answers. All right, guys, welcome to the show, to episode 24, and this is your host, Kevin Nelson. And in this episode today, we are going to discuss why you are stuck. And you might ask, what do I mean? Am I, I'm stuck? Yes, you are stuck. And that's a good thing. You've probably been stuck for a while now, and there's nothing wrong with that. Most of us spend at least a chunk of our life stuck somewhere. And I'm going to share a little story with you about being stuck. Because we must understand the, the, the principles and the teachings behind, behind our mind and how it works. And in order to do that, we're going to do it with a little story. So... I got married super young, okay? And my wife and I were poor college kids. We had two kids right out of the gate. Um, And I was going to school full-time, working 40 hours a week, 15 credits, like, boo, woo, woo. You know, just full, full boil, going full bore. And, you know, things are busy. And the whole time, we were planning on Life is going to be amazing when this happens, when I graduate and I get a real job, you know, because I was working as a janitor for the university while I went to school and living to paycheck to paycheck, like just paying rent and, and, and making do, you know how it goes. And we're doing that. And the day comes, actually, I got a real job, quote unquote, before I graduated uh, from from college a month before you know I was obviously all my grades were in and everything was good and I got a job working alongside a CEO of a hospital and healthcare administration making a net income of 50 grand a year which was two and a half times what I was making as a janitor and boom the moment happened it came it's like oh my gosh it's here. Like, right? Everything's going to be fine. Okay? Right? That's what, that's what we think. Oh, when this happens, everything's going to be fine. And the day came, and everything wasn't fine. It still felt, and it still was, us living paycheck to paycheck. And I'll never forget it. It was like two and a half, two and a half years later. You know, I had gotten promotions, making 60 to 65 grand net income. And I was driving to work, and my car broke down. My 2002 Honda Accord broke 
down. And we didn't have the money to fix it. Huh? What? Didn't have the money to fix it because it needed it needed quite a bit of work. And and then I started driving my wife's car to work. Our forerunner. And like how messed up. I traveled 75 miles one way to get to work. Okay? And so I was gone from like 5.30 in the morning to like 7.30 at night. I was gone a lot. It was four days a week. That was nice. But I was gone a lot. And her not having a car with two little babies um, wasn't wasn't cool. And I just remember just sitting there, looking at my check, looking at our bills, and going, how is it that I can't afford to pay for, like, to fix my car? Like, to t- t- take care of it without using a credit card. And it was... It was frustrating. Um, and that's that's when I realized that it's I keep getting the same results. Yeah, sure. I went through college and I'm almost through my master's degree and I'm making three times the amount of money that I ever made as a janitor or doing anything before college. Um, you know, but I still live paycheck to paycheck. You know, I pay taxes and we have a mortgage. Our mortgage was only like 300 bucks more. And, you know, all the bills and whatever. But it's still paycheck to paycheck. And I was just like, I was stumped. Like, I'm, everything was supposed to be cool when I graduated, when I got a real job. And I immediately shifted. I started thinking again. I didn't shift. Again, I focused on my master's degree. And I got to thinking... Oh, when when I get my master's degree, you know, I'll be making six figures, which is what I've always wanted. And then things will change. You know, then I'll be able to buy a new car. And then I'll be able to do X, Y, and Z. Um, I know my wife was always like, oh, we have health insurance, but I can't afford to go to the doctor much. Like, and, oh, we, you know, we can't even like, if something breaks down, we don't have the money to fix it. And so I focused on, oh, I get my master's degree, and then everything will be cool. And it was around a year, a year before um, I got let go of my job, I realized that this isn't what I want to be doing. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of an anxious person, you could say. I'm always looking for the next thing. And I'm, I'm assuming most of us are like that. There's three kinds of people in the world. There's A's, B's, and C's. A's are headed in the right direction. You know, investing in themselves and focused and, and going towards something. B's are the people that wishing that everything would stay the same. Pretty much lying to themselves all their life. And C's are those people going in the wrong direction. You know, headed towards... You know, everything's disintegrating quickly. Um, and I know you're an A. If you're listening to this right now, okay, you're investing in yourself. You're putting some time in. And and I'm an A, okay? I'm, I'm always looking for the next thing and, and wanting more. And, 
And always when I was in school and working, I was looking for like side businesses, you could say. Um, But I've never been involved in business. I've never sold anything. I had never at that point. And so I was always scared because I had a family and responsibilities um, to to risk, to take risks, to put to lose money on stuff and to to try things or to learn myself how to do things like real things, because let's be honest, nobody wants to be a part of a get rich quick scheme. And there's no such thing as far as a legal one. And you don't you don't want that. And that's not what MLM is. So here I am a year out. And again, I turn to, well, what do I want to do? And I, I look at jobs again. And I look at, I look at going back to school because I'm comfortable there. Okay, I was comfortable there. And I look at, well, who makes more money? What jobs make more money? And it was the, all the physicians that I worked with. You know, they made a ton more money. And they could make, they could like create income at will. Just be like, oh, I'll pick up another shift and, you know, there's a couple grand. Um, but as I, as I dove into that, you know, I told my employer that I'd be leaving in a year. We, we sold our house. We got ready for it. As I dove into it, um, there's one guy that I started to, to follow because he, he seemed to be the, the man when it comes to getting into med school. Um, you know, he would talk often about, is this what you want to do? And he would talk often about the time commitments and the, like, you better make sure that this is what you want to do for the rest of your life because of how much time and how much money and how much effort you're going to put into it. And I got laid off five months before I had planned on exiting my job. You know, they told me to just take a hike. Um... And that that shook my world, and it really brought that question to mind, like, is this really what you want to do, or is it just another thing? Is it just more programming up in your head? You're going places where you're comfortable, Kevin. And, and that's all it was, is I was comfortable there. I'm comfortable. I was comfortable in the academic and the job world. And so I was just looking at how to make more money through that medium. But that is not, if you have listened to Rich Dad Poor Dad or read it, you obviously know and you're here because that is not the medium to make a ton of money, to be an employee and to have financial freedom. It's a terrible way. It's a slow way. It's a painful way. But I was looking at my present results and then I would go, oh, this is what I have or this is what I am. And then in my subconscious mind, you know, I have that, those beliefs there that I'm good at these things. And, oh, man, I suck at these things. Yeah, I've never sold anything. I'm not a salesman. I'm not a talker. I don't know business. I don't, you know, I'm, I don't do those things. And so I kept getting the same results. And then I'd look at my results. I'd look at, well, I went to school. And, and that worked out. Like, I got a better job. And so maybe if I just go back to school again and get a better job, but that would give me the same thing. You know, maybe I'd have a little more, but my money story would be the same. My beliefs around money, I'd probably still live paycheck to paycheck, even if I made 400 grand a year as a doctor. And so I began to see this as I pursued and as I looked for for what 
I wanted to do, what I really wanted to do, because I started reading. I started investing in myself for the first time outside of the, what's it called, the formal, the formal education world of, of college and, and whatever. You know, I started doing personal development. And I came across this stick figure. Okay, and this is where I talk about the mind and the subconscious mind, the conscious mind. And here, you, you have the stick figure, and I've mentioned this before. I'm going to go over it again because it is everything. If you want to grow your MLM, if you want to solve your downlines problems, if you want to live the life that you were meant to live, then you got to get results that you've never had before. And in order to get those results, you got to start tweaking the mind. You got to figure out what's going on upstairs in your noggin. Okay? So the stick figure, the head is four times larger than the body. So a little tiny body, little arms, little legs, little neck. And there's a horizontal line in the head, right in the middle. The top is the conscious mind. The bottom is the subconscious mind. When an idea or thought comes into the conscious mind okay that's where you get your thoughts that's where you you know you're thinking oh should i do this or this that's where you make your choices you make choices in your conscious mind and then once you make those choices you send those down into your subconscious mind now your subconscious mind cannot reject or accept things okay it just it does what it's told it believes what it's told to believe and then from there, those feelings, because your subconscious mind creates feelings, those feelings go down into your body. And then your body takes action. And then you get your physical result. You have your current environment, your conditions, your circumstances, your current salary or income. Okay? And if you continue to look at your physical world or your results... As like what you are and what you have, you know, you look at your bank statement and go, all right, I got five grand. Okay, that's, that's who I am. Like, that's what my job will pay me. You look at that, you put that into your thoughts. You go, this is, this is what I have. This is who I am. And then that goes down into your subconscious. And then you take the same action over and over and over again. Now, your subconscious mind, not to mention, was programmed at birth. Okay? Generations of time have programmed your subconscious mind. And so, all that stuff in there, all those beliefs, the belief that you're not enough, the belief that you are not worthy, that you don't deserve to be rich, or the belief that X, Y, and Z is true, those came from your parents. In your parents' parents. And from your your environment as a child. Okay? So that's why I say it's not your fault. Because it's not your fault. It's your responsibility to understand these concepts and to put them to use. Okay? So you say, Kevin, what do I do if I want new results? New results, you're going to take thoughts. Okay? And you're going to form new ideas. For the things that you want. Okay. Instead of a $5,000 balance in your bank account. 
Maybe you want a $50,000 balance in your bank account or $100,000 in your bank account balance. Okay? Take these new take these thoughts and create new ideas. Okay? And the secret is to have emotion added to that new idea. Okay? And you might go, "What the how the heck how am I going to add emotion to Oh, I have 50 grand in my bank. No, Kevin, that's a lie. I don't have 50 grand in my bank, and there's no way I'm going to have 50 grand in my bank. And that is why you're stuck. That is why I was stuck. Sorry. Just get out of my car. I was stuck because anytime I wanted something different and had a new idea, like, ooh, I should start my own business, those beliefs in my subconscious mind, the emotional mind, go no that's a lie like you can't do that you're not that you're not this you're this you are this and then i then i doubt and then worry and that's why i'd be worried i wasn't worried because i had a family i was worried because i didn't trust myself i doubted okay so if you want new results you must attach emotion to the new ideas positive emotion Okay, and the best way to do that is through repetition, 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 repetition. People stop repeating, people stop um, persevering or persisting. If you don't persist, you will not succeed. You will stay stuck because it takes persistence to get rid of those old ideas, to get rid of the lies in your subconscious mind that have been feeding your results, your actions. Because once you emotionalize that new idea, once you go, I have 50 grand in my bank account, and you feel that, if you can actually feel that, feel grateful for it, number one, emotionalize it, enjoy it in your mind, okay? Once you can actually do that, you will begin to act differently. Those emotions will set you into different action. And what happens when you act differently? Then you get different physical results. But you will never have something physically unless you first have it mentally. Okay? Alright. We're moving on. And so, what did I do? I did not go back to school. I did not become a doctor. Because that's not what I wanted to do. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be an MLMer. And so I jumped all the way in. And I have studied now for two years the mind and have been working on emotionalizing ideas in order to act properly. Because when I started this, I'd start publishing, I'd get on Facebook, and I would post something. And then right after I was done posting, I would go, oh, like... Who, who do I think I am? I'm not making any money in MLM, and yet here I am looking fake. Okay? I don't want you to be fake, because if you start acting fake, you're going to feel fake. And if you feel fake, you're going to get those results, and those results are ugly. Okay? Now, here I am, two years, been studying the mind, and I'm beginning to act differently. Am I saying it's going to take you two years? No, it depends on your willingness to be vulnerable, your willingness to act, 
and your willingness to persist. Okay? It matters if you are an A, a B, or a C. Obviously, you're an A because you're listening. You're here with me right now. Okay? So have faith in yourself and begin persisting in those new ideas. When you go, oh, i really like to start an MLM. Oh, but then uh, who would I talk to? How would I sell it? Um, I don't have any leads. I don't have a warm market. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to talk to people on Facebook. I don't know how to get leads. I don't know how to sell anything. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. All this crap goes through your head. That is your subconscious kicking in and going, oh, you don't believe this. Like you don't believe in yourself there. And that is why the persistence must happen. Because those are lies. Who cares if you don't know how to sell? If you don't know how to generate leads? If you don't know who to talk to? If you don't want to drive your family away because of MLM? Obviously you don't. And that's why you're here as well. Okay? So take the new ideas and begin emotionalizing them by repetition. Hang on to them every day. Set a goal. Write it down. Read it every day. Over and over and over and over again. Until you can start to feel grateful for it. Until you can start to see an image of it. Of a new house. Of a new car. Of a $50,000 bank account balance. Okay? And once you do that, you can do anything. You can do anything. Once you master this skill of emotionalizing the ideas that you want. You can change your entire life. And I want to end, I want to leave you with a quote. It's a powerful quote, and it's by a man named Martin Rutt. And it says this, and it's also a Cohen. If you don't know what a Cohen is, go look it up. I didn't when I heard it either. A Cohen, K-O-A-N. Go check it out. The quote is this. You've got to do it by yourself. And you can't do it alone. Martin Rutt. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.